you dumb, beautiful fucker. Who wants to be in America's slash fit with Abraham Lincoln? Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. Episode 208 of Y'all Can Hear Podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick. And joining me today are my three ceremonial co-hosts. JoJo. Fuck the Oscars. Um, I, I think I played a good match. I thought we did good out there. I'm glad we did it like that, and I think we we're going to get the win. We yeah. really had him in the second half. My name's Colt. Good sportsmanship all around. Really good. I'd like to thank God. Um, I'd like to thank my coach, my mom. My God, dad, Jesus, Jesus Christ Himself, God, God, the Holy Spirit, um, Mary, Joseph, Aslan from Narnia. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. Uh, my fifth grade teacher um, for believing in me, of course. I like to thank the the hair, the turtle, tortoise. Sorry. Also, you can fly. You the, can go outside and jump off the roof of your house, fly, and you, you can, can literally fly. fly. Jump off. I want all the kids to go outside. <laughs> no, no, no. Their house. This is a joke. From I, King I want the all pill. the kids to go. King no, this isn't a joke. This isn't a joke. I want all the kids to go outside their house. Go get on the roof and fly. Jump off and fly. God damn! I don't know which one it is. <laughs> you can literally fly. They can't stop me. You can literally fly. I would like to say uh, I do not. I did not know at the time what literally meant. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was in the bit where he, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 that was a camp It bit. was fun. Very fun. It's not ours. Sorry, not ours. Guys, we gotta go to the fucking Bogan. Bendigo. Bendigo. We, we, we gotta go to Bendigo. We gotta go to Bendigo, Morty. <laughs> to get me key. We we showed them uh, Bush World Adventures. Yes. I think I, I've seen it before, but it's been since it probably came out. It's been. It's been. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, okay. Pat, please steal it from us. My brain won't stop wandering. No, no, no. We'll keep wandering. Let's wander through the desert. We got to go to Bendigo. I want you to get on your roast, you fucking kids. I want you we to gotta go. We got to get me cute, Morty. Settle down, Nicole Kidman. You're not in the bogan anymore. The bogan. I'm sorry for any fucking Australian listeners. Y'all have a funny accent. Oh, no. Are they going to cry? This... Uh, this piss is bright in the in the fire of our Australian tour. I hope you all know, realize that. Oh, Australia! Don't throw these fires Australia, at me. you're a beautiful country, and I love you. Why'd you say fire? That's too soon, man. Uh, also, we uh, we we love all your poisonous insects, every one of them. I do love their animals. They're very pretty. Um, also, Australian accent is like one of the best. It's just uh, it's a fun accent. Yeah, and I definitely could not win in a fight against a kangaroo. I just couldn't. Yeah, also, I, I call, don't think anyone can. Also, really. they call McDonald's Mackers down there. We found out from a random. Oh, Australian. now I hate Australians. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> no, it's not Mackers. It's Mackers. Mackers. We gotta go to Mackers. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Like... Yeah. Shout, <laughs> shout out to that random Australian guy. If you're not a bad person, we didn't know you that well. I don't think he was. I think he was pretty chill. My brain's empty. We're gonna, we're gonna fill it up with all the things you need to know about this year's Oscars. Well, <laughs> some of them. If your brain's empty like mine, we're gonna make you making the ahi gal face by the end of this podcast. Shut the fuck <laughs> up! <laughs> you like that? No, I didn't either. Well, I guess Wizzle doesn't like nothing. 
surprised everyone on this show. Yeah, it's just been this long con this entire time. That's what it's all about. It's about the long con. Get us out of here. Just, we need that. Are you just going to let us sit in this? Yeah, sit in your dooku. But yes, we're talking about the Oscar today. I, as I'm sure you could have guessed from all that rabble. <laughs> right on the eve of the 2021 Oscars. And considering how well the 2020 Oscar episode went, we, we feel remiss on not to sort of capitalize on that. So today we'll be going through some of the biggest awards on the Oscars. And what we do, we're doing is we go through them internally like we did before, giving our opinions. But John, why don't you, if you would, list off. Uh, what exactly we'll be doing, like what sort of criteria, then we'll go into what awards we'll be covering. Introduce the categories. We'll, we'll talk about those, which ones we want to win, which ones we'll think we'll win, and we'll just discuss the Oscars. Did you hear the fucking cat? That was a cat. I heard a cat. <laughs> okay. All right. Probably fighting. Sorry. It sounded like he was coming from over there. We'll introduce the content, like the category, like a category, the nominees. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go through categories and then... One individually go through the contestants of each. Or you know which ones we're doing. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, we'll be going through some of the bigger awards. We won't be going through all of them because you know for brevity and some we just in reality won't have much to say on. Yeah, but because the, the ones technical. we will be discussing today are best supporting actor and actress, best actor and actress, best animated film, best cinematography, best editing, best international film. Best Score, Best Screenplay, both original and adapted, Best Director, and of course, Best Picture. Also, Mm -hmm. Best Coke Ad and or Soft Drink Ad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who had the best ad? Who had the best product placement? I I feel like that's probably going to be a category. Eventually, yeah. But uh, taking bets, we will have the best product placement by 2027. Now, I will say... uh, Unlike last year, I don't really know much about sort of like the rumblings and like what people think are going to win. Unlike last year, we really didn't get a chance to watch all the movies or a good chunk of the movies. I feel like I watched more this year than I did last year. I don't know. I I felt like I watched a lot last year or the year before. I don't know. Time is an illusion. It's a construct. I've been locked in a cage for four years. Time is relative. And just considering, like, how, let's say a little wobbly 2020 was, uh, the, movie, the the movies that were nominated, there might be some uh, interesting ones, there might be some snubs, but we'll get into that as well. Um, but I think with, between the four of us, we watched a good percentage of the films. Of course, even like last year, we didn't see all of them, because, like, it's just not really super feasible to watch this many movies, and a lot of them just aren't readily available, so that makes it even harder. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also, it, it, it's just sort of a, um, a referendum. There will be some minor spoilers. Probably they'll come up over the course of the, the episode. But don't worry, we won't get into anything too major with these films. Cause the odds are, if we haven't seen all of them, most likely a lot of you haven't seen a lot of them either. So we'll try to keep it spoilers to a minimum as possible. Yeah. Yondu dies. Fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Call uh, back. Uh, but let's go ahead and get started with our first category, and that's Best Supporting Actor. Best Supporting Actor. The one I actually did, I forgot to put on this sheet. But I don't worry, I got Google. So uh, The nominees are Sasha Barrett Conan for The Trials of Chicago 7. Daniel, My wife. Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Paul Racy. I'm sorry if I pronou- mispronounce names, for Sound of Metal. And Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. Who's uh, Paul Racy? 
I, th- I, I, I think, think he was, was the the camp leader dude. Joe. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, those are the nominees, and what do we think of these? Uh, <laughs> oh man, the only movie we've all uh, we all collectively have seen is Sound of Metal, and Paul Racy did do a really good job of being uh, a sort of. I th- he was really good. He's really you know a supporting character, uh, being kind of like a, a beacon for Ruben. Was really good. Like, well, that's coming from us. From like what we th- want to win, uh, we gotta think about what these old fucks would think uh, would want to win. Hmm. Uh, uh, also, we will say like that on top of the like, one thing we know going into the into the Oscars is that the very unusual decision to split Daniel uh, and Lakeith as both supporting actors for the Judas and the Black Messiah. I'm yeah, sorry. that I'm, is I'm weird. sorry, that's bullshit. Yeah. Which is weird. But also, Sound of Metal came out in 2019. So that's yeah, I, I don't really I understand don't why. I mean, I'm glad I watched it. It was one of the better movies we watched. But yeah. still, I'm like, yeah, that movie started making the rounds a couple of years ago in festivals. Mm-hmm. So I mean, not at the same time, because how kind of patchwork the 2021 20, Oscars feel, because most of them were coming from 2020. Maybe Town of Metal got more widely played in 2020. I, I was thinking maybe because it was more widely available. I don't know when it came on streaming services. I just know, though, when it first appeared, I was like, oh, shit, because Tanner watched it. So, I yeah. don't know. Um, now, John and I, we did see Judas and the Black Messiah earlier in the year, and it's a it's a great movie, and they both did phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I would not be upset if either one of them got it, especially uh, – Kalua, Kalu- Kaluya, or Kaluya. yeah, Kaluya. Yeah, okay, Kaluya. Yeah, Kaluya's yeah. alcohol. Okay, yeah, but yeah, like like I said, I I think this is bullshit. And for as much as the Oscars want to try to claim diversity, they keep fucking over <laughs> a lot of black creators. Um, oh. And also, this isn't the first time I think Kaluya has gotten kind of fucked. I th- yeah, I think he was in last year's. So was I feel like Lakeith, uh, Lakeith's kind of been snubbed. Um, mm-hmm. He he's phenomenal, and I um, he's definitely done very good work the last few years. And yeah, he's usually the best part of anything he's in. He's fucking hilarious. He does he does Atlanta. a lot of uh, side roles, but like in terms of like he should be more in main roles because he was great in um. Sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch that movie. I it's feel- a, it's a trip. Um, <laughs> what, what's yeah. the trial of Chicago Seven about? That's one I didn't get to watch. Uh, it was it's based off of a, some sort of court case during like a lot of the rioting in the late sixties. Mm-hmm. Something about like on like like protests on college campuses. Oh, that's probably Sasha's probably one then. That seems like something totally that these old fucks would eat up because they were a lot. They were young mm-hmm. when it was happening. And, and but I know some of the uh, now we will be honest. Um, Trial Chicago Seven is one of the movies that we all didn't get to see. I didn't want to watch it. I really didn't. I actively said no, to Winslow, I, I, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, like and, and plus, like there was some kind of rumblings going into it that it it kind of has a a very kid gloved approach to this very sort of tumultuous part of history. So, like, you don't really feel like you're getting a, a really, as, as like, impactful story as it could have I been. Mean, I mean, it's basically trying to West Wingify events, which, I mean, is Aaron Sorkin. And I like the West Wing 
for the most part, but it, it does kind of sell the liberal fantasy, uh, I think, uh, to the de- to its own detriment. But hmm. what y'all thinking? I'm thinking Sacha Baron Cohen for actor in supporting role. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, like like I said, I um, before I haven't really been following a lot of the coverage, so I don't really know what sort of the betting av- or, or you know people are betting on but if i had to make a guess probably cohen it's a movie about like some like social justice issue that makes white people feel good yeah um and that's the thing too i heard the same thing pat about it how like it kind of like like said kid gloves tiptoes over like the real bigger issue of it well and it also uh from what i've heard it also like changes the events to be more optimistic Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's, mm-hmm. But you, like, I haven't seen it, so I can't confirm that. Yeah, One Night in Miami was good. I can't remember who Jesse Odom Jr. is. Leslie Odom Jr. was. Or, yeah, Leslie. I'm watching. I'm looking at a screen Yeah, a pretty good big distance. No, no, you're fine. We'll, we'll look it up. I trust Daniel uh, Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield because those are solid actors. Yeah. And I, I heard good things about Judas and the Messiah. I would really... Honestly, would really want either of those, but I, I'm like you guys. I'm kind of pessimistic. I think Sasha Baron Cohen would win that. He's a good actor. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. It's just mm-hmm. <laughs> I honestly would probably vote for his his role in Borat over this. <laughs> he, um, he's a, not a supporting. He's a main. <laughs> I mean, does it fucking matter? They put two mains as yeah. supporting. Yeah. Because uh, like, like what I was thinking was Kaluuya be the supporting and. Stanfield be the leading because I mean Why it's more it, Stan, Stanfield the leading. It, uh, it's more of his story. Yeah, because okay. he's he's definitely more people. I mean, the, obviously they're both the like main characters, but it's definitely yeah. more through well Keith Stanfield's character's experience. Okay. Yeah. Um. Th- th- yeah. Weird choice, but but honestly, going out on a limb here, I would say um, for whatever reason I'm feeling Daniel might get the Oscar. Hey, he might. Daniel deserves it. That, that, that's just that's just a bug in my head. I feel like he'll get it. Like, hey, he was really good as Fred Hampton. Um, that, that that's who I go for. Who who uh, who I think will win? Uh, honestly, I want either Daniel or Lakeith to win for best supporting. It mm-hmm. just going by the the game we have to play. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, Lakeith Stanfield's like sort of Oscar history if he even has it. I, so I, I would definitely like to see him. I have he, he's feeling, an amazing movie, so he's probably not on the Oscars. I have, I have a feeling he's been like people haven't given him the credit he's deserved. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. because I feel like people because I'll see people constantly bring up his roles. I'd be like, God damn, he's so good, and then like he just doesn't get anything for that. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I mean, like ever since I saw him in Get Out, like I was like. That dude's going places. What's looking? He was in Get Out. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was the the first guy. He was the first guy who had yeah. Okay, who, who had that? Yeah. Uh, uh, watch no Get spoilers. Out. Watch No get spoilers. Get out. Um, okay. Get Out is a really good movie. But like him in the lead role, especially for Sorry to Bother You, was so freaking good. God, I don't when care I, what people say. That movie. When rules. I remember it now, yeah, that was I. I loved it, and I still love it. It was great. Mm-hmm. And I know, like it, it, this is TV, but. He is so fucking hilarious in uh, Atlanta. It's on oh, the list. Yeah. I need to watch it. I need to watch it too. Yep. God, I need to finish it. 
Uh, so yeah, are we done with supporting actor? I think we move on to best supporting actress. Let's do it. <laughs> so, so uh, actress in a supporting role, we got. Mar- and Mar- sorry if I butcher the names. This I mean, I can read if you want. Maria a, Bakalova for Borat Two. Got Glenn Close for <laughs> Hillbilly <laughs> Elegy. Lord, who she's also nominated for a Razzie in this role. I don't. I, I don't really want to watch the movie because they are my neighbors. I never. Yeah. Well, I never. Well, and it's it's not your neighbors. It's like what. <laughs> Someone from Los Angeles yeah. thinks your neighbors well, are. Yeah. But what I heard about Hillbilly LG, it's based off a book that was written by a guy who used to live like in an impoverished southern town. He he got out and made a lot of money, but the whole conceit of the film is that if you're poor, it's your fault, and only bad people are impoverished. That's kind of the gist of the movie. Yeah, I, I remember the book, and then it was just so weird seeing a movie get made of it. I was like... What the why? Why? Fuck? Do, yeah. Why? Uh, Olivia <laughs> Coleman for the father. Mm. It's the first time I'm hearing uh, this. Amanda Seyfried for Mank, and uh, Yun Yun Jun for Minari. Who I hope was, I f- was that the. I believe kid? that was the mom. That was the mom. That yeah, was the mom. that was the mother. Okay. Um, now we'll say, of of these films, John and I have seen Mank and Minari and, and Borat. And Borat, and all of us have seen Minari. Yeah, yeah I've seen Borat and Minari. I, I, I don't care about Hillbilly Elegy. Yeah, Elegy. I don't know why I had to tell time. Uh, I kind of want to watch The Father, but you can't find it anywhere, so... It'll there, probably end up on, like, Apple TV or something. Probably. Uh, I heard Amanda Seyfried it was good and mank. Yeah, she was one of the better things, even though I d- really did not like that movie. She was one of the better things about it. And mm. then, I haven't seen Borat too, but does, I think Maria Bakalova plays, what, the daughter? Yeah. She's she very is a, good. She is amazing. I, 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 yeah, That's yeah. who I want to win on this list. I, 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 no, yeah, I, 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 I think I, who I want, and I, I re, I'm going to go on a limb and say she'll probably win, is the mother. From an art, you, you, yeah. Jung. That's who I want to win because yeah. she was great. I really loved her performance. As far as who I think they'll dominate, uh, a lot of it I think will depend on how the academy responds to Mank. Because I think this, I feel like they're gonna nut. That's piss. probably they'll, they'll either win. nut or they they'll hate it because you know a lot of those people probably like had like their grandparents be a part of this shit, like actual characters in the movie. Because, but, like, Mank has one of, if not the most nominations of any film at the Oscars this year, with nine nominations. And it doesn't deserve Which is, like, kind of like this icky, cute thing, because it's based off the writing of Citizen Kane, and Citizen Kane was also nominated for nine which Oscars. Which is bullshit, because I, I've heard, like, such underwhelming things of Mank. I'm like, is it because Citizen Kane is a part of it? Like, come on. Yeah, and maybe, like... Because uh, I know I haven't seen it. I don't think any of us have either. What? Like, a Citizen Kane. No. no. So I imagine this movie works better if you've seen it. But I, I don't know. Like I, that, There was a lot in it that I liked, but it didn't really coalesce into anything I really gave a shit about. Anybody honestly. who's twisting their balls right now because we haven't seen Citizen Kane and, you've, and they've seen Mank, it makes it one of the best movies ever, I'm sorry. Yeah, let us know if seeing this game does anything. Yeah, if it affects how we view Mank. I really don't care because I know from I know from personal experience and just from what I'm seeing online, 
everybody seems to be pretty underwhelmed by May. Yeah, like I. So, just put an E and a Y on the end and make it a movie about Mankey from Pokemon. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd watch that. I'd definitely watch. That. Now, if we're, if I'm placing the bet on who would win, is I would think it, it'd be either uh, Amanda Seyfried or. I'm kind of feeling towards uh, Olivia for the father, even though I know nothing about that film. To me, that movie feels like what The Two Popes was last year. Like an obligatory Anthony Hopkins nomination? Yeah, like... Not to dis- not to discredit him. Obviously, he's a world-renowned actor. It's just like... You, you definitely get the feeling that just because like he has this sort of storied history as an actor and this big name and like... It, that therefore anything he's a part of is automatically high echelon. What if they just just admit? Well, like, you know, he's sort of like the male Meryl Streep. Just throw his name up there. Be like, all right, and we're nominating Anthony Hopkins for what? Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> just like they <laughs> haven't seen wrong. it. They just like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's good. And here is another old white man. And, and like I, I say that I love Anthony Hopkins. And yeah, he's a really good actor. Like, not to disparage him or anything, but I do think. Uh, Bakalova has a shot. Really, uh, that's interesting. Well, I mean, like that—that that well, would be something like this. As far as the political humor, yes, I think uh, it's uh, something on like what like a lot of like Hollywood types would enjoy. Oh well, yeah, they that would. She like, went the extra mile in this room, and, and, and I mean, and it wouldn't be undeserved because she—it's she's fucking hilarious. Now, if all of Hollywood <laughs> and fucking. Uh, the politicians are all in a random just cult that even if they're conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat, they're just all like, you know, jerking each other off and feeding off of people. Um, she could win. She or she might not. Um, I'm thinking like because that. of that. But no, I think I think because of how Hollywood is, she might because of the political implications. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like her part was like Orange Man bad and like people in Hollywood, they're like. Orange Man bad. Orange yeah. Man bad. Or, or, yeah. Man yeah. Bad. If it sounds like we're being dismissive of it. Well, no, we, no, no. I fucking it, love it. And I think Orange Man is bad. Yeah, Orange Man is bad. but I mean, Oranges uh, are good, though. Orange delicious. Oranges are delicious. I, the only thing that's kind of keeping me off her taking it is just because they, they're usually not very receptive to comedy movies. That's, that's true. That's true. That's true. They do prioritize way. drama. Even if it is like... Um, kind of swings in a certain oh, political flavor that they might uh, agree with. It's still like they just are not very, you know. It's like comedy just has no like. It's like comedy is like the lowest form of entertainment. Yeah, like them. it can't it can't be uh, worthwhile or, or thoughtful or thoughtful or anything. Yeah, but we're going to nominate these same like like five out of ten dramas every year. As if there's no comedy in life, you know. There's no humor. Yeah. Or there's no comedy in any of these like. Drama films. Mm-hmm. There was none <laughs> in Minari. <laughs> yeah, no funny no, no, Oh, my God. That movie is fucking hilarious. It was yeah. funny. It was great. But, yeah, I would, out of these, I would either want Her. Maria Bakaba or uh, Young Young Jun with Minari. Yeah, you know? I'm with you there. That's but who I want. But, honestly, they'll probably go for Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, it's, it's Mank. It's obviously Mank. It's going to be Mank. <laughs> So, yeah, that was Supporting Actress. All right. What's next? All right, the next one we're talking about is Best Actor. We got Actor in Leading Role. got Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, 
Gary Oldman for Mank, and Stephen Yun for Minari. Ooh, okay, that's a huh. This is definitely a, a loaded category. <laughs> like, I, like I love Minari, but I feel like Stephen Yun is like he's not really up there in the characters in there, the, the, in, in like the ones that I like. Yeah, I, that, like, that I, was definitely more about the kids and the grandma. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Riz Ahmed, though, very good. I would want him to win because he, he, I love him. He's a good actor. Yeah. Can, now, I, now, I could see them giving it to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Sort of like, like a posthumous. Yeah. Uh, Which I, I would like to see that. I mean, I, I want, we didn't watch <laughs> Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, so can't really comment on Yeah. Yeah. Can't, performance but like but. i i was i i of course chadwick was a uh, phenomenal actor um i i probably felt like they they would go for a posthumous oscar they it wouldn't be the first time but like i feel like that's the direction they might go um minari definitely felt more like an ensemble movie yeah i mean i love uh, steven in it oh yeah glenn dies in the walking dead yeah but it does feel snatched. like it's twice they, yeah, they had, they had a, a cot tease and a, then a real one. Um, but I do feel like the the sort of spotlight was sort of shared amongst several actors within the film. Gary Oldman and Mank, I feel like... It was, it was a Gary Oldman performance. He, you know, if he, I hear Mank one more fucking time, <laughs> the name oh, is wait, pissing me off. Wait till you actually watch the fucking ceremony. It'll be saying a lot. Let me make my cock. Let me mank on you. That sounds like an insult. Let me make my balls. Y'all are really making me right now. Oh, man. I'm going to mank on some ice cream later. Stop tugging on my mank. Can you stop tickling my mank? (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) God, the mank just sounds like if it was a a body part. It feels like when your dick gets stuck to the bottom of your taint somehow. It it sounds like something like flesh is ripped. Honestly, it sounds like if your dick was a crank. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, Mank. Yeah, he's cranking it up. It sounds like Meat I crank. told you. It sounds like something greasy. It, it does. Sounds like greasy it, it, it sounds like this weird, like gross, guttural word for like <laughs> your like the grondo or something. Yeah, it oh, does. my Mank's mighty greasy. <laughs> my my Mank my Mank is just. It, it's real chafed right my now. My mank is so swampy right now. Uh, <laughs> I got that swamp mank. You know what oh I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have diarrhea of my mank. It also what what sounds- drink do you want, sir? I want the swamp mank. It sounds like a body of water. It sounds like something in Florida. It, it, it's, it's, it's <laughs> Wait, so- what? Morty, we got to go to the swamp mank. It, it sounds like it's, it's like what happens when, like, like water sits too long. It's gone yeah. mank. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's it. Yeah. It's not a good sound. No, no it's not. not. No, it, it's definitely a, a pejorative. Um, uh, I really would love to see Riz Ahmed. I would really love him to see because he's definitely. Because that is his movie. Yeah, he for does. sure. Like he's he's uh, 90% of that film. His, uh, uh, there's a point in the movie where he goes all in on smashing something and. I was kind of scared in that moment. Yeah. He's about to come up through the street and start smashing shit in our house. I, I want Riz Ahmed to win. Yes. Yeah. Who I think will win? Chadwick. I think Chadwick, and I'd be fine with that because yeah, great actor. Yeah. A, dark, a dark horse being Gary Oldman. But I think they've already given Gary Oldman his Oscar for that that one movie like a few years ago that no one watched. Um 
Darkest Hour or something like that. It was a, a Churchill movie. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like he wore a fat suit. So brave. The, the next category will be Best Actress. All right. So, actress in the re- leading role. We got Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday. Never heard of that. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Francis McDormand for Nomadland and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. I, I it, it's, Fra- it's Francis it's, McDormand. It's got to be Francis McDormand. She's I, phenomenal. I, yeah, I heard. I heard she's great. Uh, now I heard Pieces of a Woman was fantastic. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, and Vanessa Kirby, she was. If you don't know, she was a. She played the the leading female role in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> which we'll get to at some point. <laughs> we haven't watched it yet. I mean, Carrie, Carrie Mulligan was fantastic mm-hmm. in Promising. It's just that the movie ruined it. Yeah, it's just the movie <laughs> she's attached to. I don't know. I, yeah, that, that kind of hurts her chance. I, I will yeah. say, like, I, everybody who's seen the film Positive Negative, they all unanimously say Carrie Mulligan was great in it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like, a, a great lead role can, like, elevate the film they're in to a certain extent. Yeah. It may be one, the one thing that sort of keeps it from falling to a lower rank. And I feel like Francis McDermott doesn't win for Nomadland. It's, I think, Carrie Mulgan's, like, a she, higher chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, I, I could see them giving it to her, but, like, I mean, they're they're about, like, Mer- with Meryl Streep with Francis McDormand. They love her. This is a pretty well-reviewed movie. It's... It doesn't have as much controversy behind it as uh, the last one she was nominated for, which I think was Three Billboards uh, outside, outside Ebony, Eb- Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. yeah, which I mean the the controversy wasn't super huge about it, but it definitely what was did. the controversy? Do you know? Uh, a lot of it was sort of like how it portrays race is yeah. kind of not the best from what I've heard. Really. Yeah, and how it, like certain rape related things were handled. Oh, it yeah, was, that too. Personally, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, because I, I do. I wanna, understand I, why people would. I kind of want to watch it, but you know, I I know there there's some stuff surrounding that. Yeah, uh, I guess a third place would be uh, Viola Davis because she's a she, she's a fantastic actress. Yeah, I love her. I've never heard of the the United States. Versus yeah, Billy that's the only one I have not heard anything about. Billy Holiday's musician, right? Huh? Billy Holiday musician? I believe so. Oh. United I, I States of Terror. I, I don't know if it's that. <laughs> n- no, I think we're thinking of Buddy Holly. Ah, oh, that's why I went. Buddy, ooh, yeah. ooh, I'm just, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just like Buddy Holly. Yeah. United States of Terror. I'll say it again. Obscure reference. <laughs> Billy Holiday is a singer. Oh. oh, okay. That sounds like a musician's name. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I mean Francis McDormand. The next category we're discussing is best animated film. Best animated <laughs> feature. The nominees are Onward, Soul, Over the Moon, A Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, oh. and Wolf Walkers. All right, I have some things to address right now. We know that John's going to pull for Onward because of the mom, and B, <laughs> that ass deserves an Oscar. B, uh... You are you are literally telling me right now there is a Shaun the Sheep movie on here? I respect that. I love Shaun. I thought you were about to talk shit on no, Shaun the No, no, no. I, 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 I already had I love Shaun the Sheep because I was about to be very defensive. I, I, I was, was scared. I, was, I am so surprised. I need to see this now. Uh, 
I didn't know they still made Shaun of the Sheep movies. I didn't either. That's why I'm so just baffled. I'm so confused. I will say there is an egregious oversight for this category. Why the fuck is Sonic the Hedgehog not nominated for an Oscar? It's not an animated feature film. It's not. It's live action. It's animated. It has to move animated. The goddamn Sonic the Hedgehog. That doesn't okay. count. But these are yeah. all. These are full animated. This uh, no. Fuck I, you. I Pat. got guns. In you the don't end. understand the rules. I love Sonic. Bam, 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 bam. It just doesn't meet the fucking qualification. It doesn't. And also, I dodged all your bullets. Yeah. Okay. Uh, My bullets dodge back. I don't really have much of an opinion because the only one I've seen is Onward, and I feel like that's not the best movie on this list. Uh, I will say of the movies on the list, I have seen Onward and Over the Moon. I don't know where the hell Sean the Sheep is streaming, and <laughs> Wolfwalkers is only on Apple TV. Nobody, uh, nobody wants to do that. Apple TV, go fuck yourself. And that it, movie looks uh, looks amazing, it looks but gorgeous. I'm not about to fucking fuck with that. Unless you want to oh, give yeah. me free Apple TV for life, and I'll take it. Yeah, if anybody out there sense. has an Apple TV, give us your login, please. DM us. Because right, that's the movie I was most looking forward to on on this list. Um, now y'all y'all two, Colt Winslow, have seen Soul. Do you want to? I've speak seen in? Soul. Have you seen Soul, Winslow? No, you haven't. I have. I, I didn't know you seen Soul. I'm sorry. Literally right after you saw it, I saw it and we talked about it. God, okay, okay, man. okay. Fuck. Shit. I, I, but of the two, I think Soul is the better movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you, if you like. Uh, are they Pixar? Is that classified as Pixar? Mm-hmm. That's Pixar. Both if you, of them. If you like Pixar, check out Soul and Onward. They're both really good movies. But Soul would take the win of the two. And yeah. I think Soul might actually win uh, this whole thing. I, I think I think so, too. I think Soul deserves it. Uh, I want to see Wolfwalkers. I'll, honestly, I want to see the rest of them because I've seen Onward and Soul. But Soul, I think, should win just because of the um, – because just like – it, it was a beautiful film, and I, I really enjoyed what it had to say. And, um, us like visually, it was really, really uh, good. It was great. Um, there's some really amazing visuals, especially for the first part. You know, mm-hmm. uh, spo- when he's, spoiler, uh, he dies, and what? and uh, he has to, he's essentially going uh, through the light. Not not the light, but like <laughs> there's not really a word for it because nothing exists like it. But it, he's essentially traveling through the realm or through reality, space and time to the you know his to get to the point to go to the afterlife. And just that uh, sequence was um, beautiful. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and it was good humor too. It was very really, funny. It was, it was really funny. fucking funny. <laughs> Um, I did want to speak to Over the Moon a little bit. This is on Netflix. I watched that at the top of the year, like around the early January after Christmas. And it's it's a, it's a very solid film. It, it feels very, very reductive to say it's like Pixar light. But there is a lot of like things that are very similar to a Pixar film. But then just because like that is such a big monolith inside of anim- animation, it kind of feels hard not to compare it. But I it, it think it stands on its own... Um, it has some really beautiful visuals, especially in like the uh, the, the musical sequence. Uh, I, I loved the signature uh, song from that movie. I still play it from time to time. It's a total bop, uh, <laughs> and it's just like it's super colorful, super lush. It kind of kind of feels like the, the areas of the moon just are just like uh, you you broke open a lava lamp in zero gravity. It's just beautiful, and it's rather simplistic in its art design. Uh, I think it's it's a it's a very solid film and worth uh, seeking out. 
And but just sort of knowing historically how the Academy votes for animated films, one the ones that do vote typically vote Disney, and two, a lot of times they don't even watch the animated films, so yeah. they're just gonna either they abstain or just go to the most recent. Pixar or Disney film that's on there. Oh, that's well, see, like yeah, wh- it, whatever one was popular, the most popular, or whatever their grandchildren watch, they'll say, "All right, that's it." Yeah, because, uh, and, and honestly, outside of like Ghibli, there won't really be any animated films. Yeah, from uh, or, or, or an- animated, I mean anime films. Yeah, yeah, which is a fucking shame. I know. Yeah, it, this, without like you know the occasional like uh, Mamoru Osada film. I mean, Soul, you know, I, I think wholeheartedly that Soul will probably get it, but it will get it without being recognized for why it's getting it. Yeah, it'll just be getting it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just the obligatory Pixar. So. And, and sorry, I can't stop talking about Soul. I will say the sequence that I was talking about earlier, that reminds me so much. It's like a combination of Ant-Man, uh, the ending of the first Ant-Man movie when he's shrinking super, super, yeah. super tiny, and uh, a combination of 2001 Space Odyssey, the sequence you may know towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might the, know. The Stargate sequence. Stargate, yeah. So I think we're all pretty set at Soul will be coming out the winner. And now let's talk about uh, Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. Okay, Sean the Sheep just whips out his cock, and I was, I thought that was absolutely insane. I hope that didn't happen. <laughs> he just whips out his clock. Uh, it's covered. <laughs> he li- fun, whips out his Glock. Fun, fun fact, <laughs> Sheep, when they hide, the way they hide their cock is... The fur, it wraps around their body, and their fur covers it, and they unloop it, and then whoop. Please describe this sheep's cock in details. All right, I Okay, will. I was it's, joking. It's long and uncut. Ooh, that's a, not a good image. Where are we going next? Yeah, uh, we're going to cinematography next. What? All right. <laughs> you, you bros don't like my Shaw the Sheep description? <laughs> Keep it to your fanfic. All righty. We got, uh, for cinematography, we got Sean Bobbitt for Judas and the Black Messiah. Two Bs and two Ts. Let me. Uh, God bless you on this one, John. Oh, God. <laughs> er- Eric. Messerschmitt. Messerschmitt for okay. Mank. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Darius da- Wolski. Darius Wolski for News of the World. Joshua James Richards for Nomadland. And Feedin' Pop Michael. Pop Michael. Michael. For Trial of the Chicago 7. Well, I haven't seen any of them, so I can't tell you. No. Yeah, I've seen Nomadland. It's a very beautiful movie. I'll say that. I think it has a pretty good chance of winning this, even though I haven't seen anything else. Yeah. uh, One of the things I loved about Juice and the Black Messiah was its cinematography. But who who's pro, who's more than likely gonna win? It's gonna be the Mank. Fucking Mank. Because they they really it's in black and white. Well, uh. it's not just that they like really like emulated like a movie of the era with yeah. like title cards, mono sound, things like that. Yeah. So, um, I yeah. wouldn't that that would be like the one award for Mank. I would be like, all right, yeah, I'd give that to. Yeah, I I love the way Judas and the Black Messiah look, but I don't. Just knowing, I don't feel like I don't have faith enough in the academy to to, to for them to appreciate that. Uh, well, because it's not just like a a black movie; it is it is you know a very angry movie, and 
They don't Hollywood like like, likes Green Book. Let's cuddle our feelings about racism, sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's okay to talk about the bad thing in the world. You just do it politely. Don't get angry. Yeah, you they know, tone police. You know, it's funny because I'll constantly look at like movies that have been nominated for Academy, and I'm like, oh man, I need to watch these movies. I always see the Green Book on there. I'm like, oh fuck no, I don't want to watch this. Like I'm just I'm just like why what the fuck when like Roma was nominated that year oh my god I need to watch Roma it's real good yeah I bet yeah Mank's gonna win I I, I feel like every category Mank's in it's just gonna win <laughs> I, I I don't think with no <laughs> Mank's gonna win uh, best animated <laughs> it's gonna be like best actor and actress and it's gonna say Mank won just Mank just Mank. I, I I don't know. Uh, I know that this is probably one of the few categories it will have an edge in, uh, because yeah, you, for you, for you as much as us. for as much as I love like Judas and the Black Messiah, and uh, I imagine it'll be the same for all of these. It's they're very sort of similar in tone versus this. This is you know very retro. People, you know, Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. So yeah, that was cinematography. Hmm. I want Judas and the Black Messiah to win, but I feel like I w- but I will say I feel like there might be like an unexpected win in this category. Really, Trial of Chicago Seven. I think Honestly, I was thinking Nomadland. I was thinking Nomad. Uh, or, I or, or, yeah, I haven't uh, watched Nomadland, but the shots I've seen of it, I'm like, wow, it's nothing but beautiful shots. It's yeah. not really a bad yeah, shot. Yeah, uh, that one, uh, I I can't really speak on because I haven't seen it. But yeah, I just had like a feeling that it. it that might be one that might surprise you know like mm-hmm. if, I feel if, like it's going to be either Mank or Nomadland yeah so I mean it feels bad to say that these technical awards like and it's, to some don't matter because let me well, and, 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 you know we're not like super professionals with them either so I mean we can't it, really it, it's, get it's, into like the minutia it's for us it's probably just more so on an aesthetical value yeah, yeah. it's just like uh, that party <laughs> that's pretty nah, you know? nah, and to say that's not invalid because you want your movie to look good and mm-hmm. aesthetics is part of it yeah, like mm-hmm. cinematography it encompasses like a lot of stuff I understand that I feel mm-hmm. like when it comes down to it in the end if it is it pretty that's yeah. mine. That's mine. Yeah, because I, I can't. Or, or, or what, what's best for the film? Because like. I can't dissect the technical jargon for you. I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I, I, I really film don't. School. Yeah. If it looks pretty to my eye, I mean, shit. I mean, it's as valid as anything. All right. All right. Going to the next technical award, we'll be discussing best editing. Ooh. Ooh okay. Here to the Fuck. Bottom. All right. I've only seen two of them, so I can't tell you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we got the Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and the Trial of the Chicago Seven. I will three. say, uh, Sound of Metal editing is fucking awesome. There's a point in the movie, mm-hmm. spoiler wise. Uh, can we go into details here? Uh, keep I, it mild as you uh, can. Yeah, let's keep it. Semi- I don't think I can go into details. So there's a point in the movie where sounds will be played in a different manner. And I think it's a really good way. There's a point where it transitions into uh, (laughs) this certain thing that happens. The audio changes from, like, you hear the normal music, and it fades into... Yeah, because it it comes up from, uh, like, a more objective outside perspective to his subjective... Yes. How he's really hearing things. And it happens the full movie. The whole movie. And and that's definitely part of, like, more of... uh, sound design, but still, like audio editing is still editing, 
and the way that that is edited together is just really fucking that is weird. very strong the only other one i saw we i've seen on this was promising young woman and the the thing about good editing is it's one of those things you you don't really want to notice yeah unless it's like being like stylish with it and it's just pretty serviceable Promising Young Woman had some good editing, too. Uh, I think the uh, tally marks transition from, like, one chapter or part of the movie. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. I thought that oh, was, yeah. yeah. Like, like Story Howard, yeah. From each person to person. I and I, I guess... I mean, really, it, it was just kind of like, you know, it got us to point A to the end, and... There was an, I didn't I wasn't lost so yeah I don't I don't feel like there's really in, in terms of like how it tra- like you know sort of like scene transitions to cuts like it didn't really feel like super choppy or super like frenetic <laughs> unnecessary it felt it felt like you know it was fluid and it didn't encumber the film at all visually or mm-hmm. narratively so I feel like in terms of promising woman it is very sufficient to the film but to me it. There wasn't any really one thing that stood out to me about it, which you know is good because if you if you, if you don't notice it, then that's, yeah. that's part yeah. of the strength. Uh, unless you're you're one if, if that's a feature of the film. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, you know, the, uh, I think it's the third Taken movie where it's like fifteen cuts of just uh, Liam Neeson hopping over a fence. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taken yeah, three, <laughs> edited and camera direction by Kevin Dunn of WWE. Yeah, well, and apparently, like, from what I've heard, a lot of the people who vote for editing categories are just based on how many cuts are in a movie. That's oh, weird. Because, like, what happened? What was that, it? That's what happened with Bohemian Rhapsody. I was about to say. Because like, everyone was like, the editing in that movie was dog shit. And it, it was won. terrible. It was god awful. Because there's that one table scene that just cut, like, 15 times. I refuse to watch it because of the editing. Also, because I think it looks bad. What's behind your ass? <laughs> I would like to see Sound the Metal win. As for who I think will win, that's kind of hard to tell because, like, I don't really know what their prerogative is when it comes to editing. I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, I want Sound of Metal to win, but I don't know. Um, yeah, and I'm not, like, a video editor, so there there are things, you know, they'll be able to catch yeah. that. It's like, uh, I'm just a layman. I, it really, it, it's in the air. Anybody's guess is as good as anyone else's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I imagine it'll probably be like Nomadland or Sound of Metal. Nah, I give it to the father, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is a walking. Watch the fucking father sweep every category it's nominated. He's for. a fucking walking anomaly that edits himself. <laughs> edits himself in reality. No, what, what, what you find like out that uh, Anthony Hopkins edited the movie himself. Oh, damn. Good job. Well, I think that's all we have to say on editing. We'll move to the next category, which is Best International Film. International <laughs> uh, I think with this, this one's going to be real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, International Film. We got Another Round from Denmark, Better Days, Hong Kong, Collective, Romania, Man Who Sold His Skin, Tunisia, Tunisia, and Cuvadis Aida from Bosnia and... <laughs> You sounded Herz- like an American right then. Herz- I, I'm sorry. Herzegovina? I've, ne- I've never pronounced that. Well, like I said, I am sorry for all of the mispronunciations. Bosnia and Herzegovina. But, uh, I mean, this is another round. Like, I mean, It's we, another it's round. It's the only one we've, we've seen. Only seen. I do. And it's the I, only one that's getting any sort of... I, I have not heard it. of any other these any, any of these other films. I've, yeah. I've heard The Man Who Sold His Skin. I really want to watch that. I want to watch all of them, to be honest, but... Yeah. I mean, I've only seen another round, so I can only say another round, which 
really loved another That's round. A good movie. Yeah, out of the movies we watched for this, it was towards the top for me. I uh, really enjoyed it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, That's international, what, right? I mean, basically, I mean, there's I not can't really say anything else. And I was I was going to like at least get a brief synopsis on the other films, but my uh, my Wi-Fi is shitting the bed right now, so uh, it will just remain a mystery. Well, Matt Mickelson, attractive man, very cool, does a back flip. No, he doesn't. He doesn't a do a back wheel. flip. No, he does a cartwheel. Matt Mickelson, uh, well, he does some crazy like dance, not dance. Well, it's part of his dancing, but like. The way he loops through that stuff, it's kind of like free running, sort mm-hmm. of. He oh, does the yeah. whole if American Mads Warrior can do to this free running dance shit. Holy fuck! Yeah, it was really good. He is a weapon Mads. of mass destruction. Okay, so what's the next one? Uh, the next category is best score. Best score. Oh, this one's going to be really do, fun do, to talk do, about. Do, let's do uh, it. What, what do we have uh, working with uh, with best score? Uh, original, original score. Yeah, best, yeah, best original, original score. score. Uh, got the five bloods, which surprised. had a pretty good one. Yeah, which I was surprised that was the only thing that got nominated for. Like, I feel like that's too old for, like, them. As in, like, it came out too long ago. But then again, Sound of Metal. It yeah. came out in, like, July last year. We what? got Mank, Minari, News of the World, and Soul. Ooh. Fuck. Okay. Five uh, Bloods, Minari, and Soul had really, really good, good yeah. stuff yeah. scores. Um, I mean, Mank's score was pretty good. I felt it was a little overbearing. You know, I'll say it. I don't want make because I can just tell its score. Its score was dumb, and the news of the world. The, I, I I'm gonna say that's dumb too. So <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about it, but it it, it kind of falls to the same territory as Anthony, like an obligatory Anthony Hopkins nomination, the obligatory Tom Hanks because because he is good at strong arming the Academy for. To nominate any movie he's in, regardless of quality. He's not even fucking here, so what can he do? Yeah, what are you going to do, fight me? Yeah, yeah honestly, Tom Hanks, you need to worry about your son, You're, Chet Hanks, because he's going a little wild right now. He's white boy summer, and then he did some what? What'd you do? I don't know. Uh, apparently, he said the, the soft N-word in his news music video, and he... Allegedly uh, abused his girlfriend. Man, uh, why out of either of those things? I am not surprised. I, I, I honestly, I don't know who will win. Personally, I really loved Minari's score. But Minari's was really good. Uh, it's like it's very like sweet and melancholic, but also like this pastoral as well. Yeah, like it, it, it had a lot of really good music in it, and I just kind of it felt like it really fit the tone of the yeah. movie. Soul was all about music, and of course, I'm, yeah, you know, it was great. Yeah, it had really good music, like a lot of like jazz and rhythm. The, the mm-hmm. way the, and the way they implemented it into the film, you know, was great. And mm-hmm. Defied Bloods, you know, you got some top-notch fucking bumping music for what it was going for, you know. Mm-hmm. So I want Soul, and I think Soul will win. Honestly, either I, any of them could win, and I could tell you, like, yeah, that's it deserves. Yeah, it. As long as it's not Mank. As long as it's not Maker News. I, of the I world. mean, Mick, Mank was really good. As long as it's not Mank. Or I say it's really good. It was decent. It was a It was it was scored by Trent Reznor and uh, a guy he works with. A Trent lot. Reznor, really? Yeah. And, and and I know I was like when I was listening to, it, I was like, yeah, I can kind of hear it. It was like like imagine like a old like '30s drama, like that type of like swooning score, but. Composed by Trent Reznor. Nah, don't. Nah, no, no. I say no, John. I mean, uh, I'm you know, if I want, if I want a '30s swooning soundtrack, give me just give just give me a '30s movie. I'll watch Trent it. Trent Reznor did Souls as well. 
Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. I was like, I swear he did Soul. Okay, well, if he did Soul, then he okay, make might actually be kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> Double dipping. Uh, yeah, like, uh, he... he his uh, score for the Watchmen show on HBO was really uh, good. I bet. I don't know what will win here. I want Minari to win because I really enjoyed it. I, I, to narrow it down, I'll say Minari too as well. Yeah, uh, well, I kind of feel like this might have just a wild ass winner. Yeah, it'll just go to <laughs> if I had to go just pick a random news of the world winning yeah, for, news some the world for some reason. Yeah, for some reason, might be the only thing it will win. I mean, I don't know if it's good or not. I haven't seen it, but uh, it doesn't. It just looks like this, like D tier Tom Hanks movie. It does, man. And he he did another film recently too, but like I think you can only watch it on Apple TV. It's, oh, and he guess what he plays? Can you guess? Football. Nope. Damn it. What about you? Uh, he plays uh, a sad dad. Maybe I don't know. A soldier. Ding 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 ding. What? Yeah, he does played, he shoot a tank? I think I think no. He is on a boat. Uh, or a submarine. I think it's called Greyhound or something. I don't know. I was like, really? Like, fuck well, off. That, that name sounds familiar now. <laughs> I've seen it advertised a few times. I don't give a fucking shit. All right. So, what's the next? Uh, the next category is Best Original Screenplay. Ooh. Original Screenplay. Oh, here we go. Oh, we got Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, okay. I figured that would be, since I was based off of, like, actual events. But. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because they had... Well, the trial of the Chicago Seven is also based, so I guess that doesn't play into it. But uh, we got Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and Trial of the Chicago Seven. I want mm. Minari to win. I want Minari to win. Uh, I do too. I give it to Minari. I I think second for me is Sound of Metal, and <sighs> we we were kind of disappointed with Promising Young. Promising Young Woman has there's some ri- things I would have written differently. There's a lot, but I've since the since the screenplay is what it is. I can't, I can't, I can't oh, recommend yeah, yeah. it. To me, and, and this sounds shitty to say, but I feel like if, like, 2020 had been a normal year for movies, I, I don't think this would have any nominations. But uh, as far as who I want, I really like Judas and the Black Messiah's, like, the the writing. I think that was probably the best part of it. Uh, but Minari was also really fucking yeah. good. So God, Minari was so good. Minari was so good. This is the first one where I'm, like, kind of torn. Bigsley for Minari. I just don't know. I'm trying to figure out where the Academy would come down on. Yeah, I feel like Minari, like, I don't know, fucking Parasite won last year. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of stuff. Part of me kind of feels like it, the Academy, will, you know, they'll go for Minari or Judas and the Black Messiah. I, I th- <laughs> Honestly, I'll pro- I'm calling it now. I think this will probably be the only... Thing it wins is the writing. Uh, I could be wrong, but I could see the Academy pulling for a Minari. Trial of the Chicago Seven, from what I know, sounds like the most Oscar baity movie. Yeah. But just because something's Oscar bait doesn't mean they'll go for it, especially if it's kind of mediocre, which that's what this movie kind of looks like. Uh, I definitely don't see him doing Promising Young Woman or Sound of Metal. Those movies are too weird for the Academy. Even though Sound of Metal is really, really good. Yeah, Sound of Metal rocks. Yeah. And honestly, I kind of think Minari might be a little too weird for the Academy, but that might play... I don't know. If that if, might play more into if the they were able to, awards. If they were able to finally shout out an award, to give awards to Parasite, I think they could do that for yeah, Minari. Parasite was pretty weird, but it ruled. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that movie is like... Ta- like, a, like an, a, It's a fantastic movie, but it's like 
very engaging. Like, yeah. any, I could recommend Parasite to anybody. I don't think I could do the same with Minari because it is definitely. I don't I know. Think, I think it would I, be I a little know. too low-key for some people. But, that, like, yeah. I see what you're saying. And, and more so, like, it doesn't have the rhythm of a, of, like, a traditional movie. And I think it threw me off initially, like, when the movie was over. I was like, oh, shit, that's it. Well, that's, I, I, that's, that's something I noticed about A24 films is they kind of end, uh, a lot of them kind of end on like a, um, an up in the air kind of way, which is fine. I yeah, like yeah. it like that. I like it like that. Yeah, and I, that was, I, I really liked how it ended. I, I just, I, I could see the Academy and just average movie going audience is not responding. I, I see it, it might be a little too placid. It for, might be mm-hmm. too like, you know, you, I too think art house. Too honestly. slice of life, you know? Yeah, because it's. It kind of is like pretty even kill through a lot of the movie. There's not there there are ups and downs, but it's not like they're not like these big like dramatic spikes throughout the film mm-hmm. that have like you know what you may consider to be a more traditional story. It, yeah, it it's literally just felt like tension. It, yeah, it really felt like a uh, just just a snapshot into someone's life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my my pick for. Who I want to win Minari, but who I think will win be Juice and the Black Messiah. Minari, Minari for me. I have high hopes. All right. So I guess since we're doing original, next is adapted screenplay. That's great. Best adapted screenplay. All right. The nominees for this are Borat 2, <laughs> The Father, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, and The White Tiger. <sighs> I, I want to watch The White Tiger because I have the book of that, and I've been super interested about it. Borat 2? I, I don't. What does adapted screenplay mean? It's based off of a, a already existing property. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was confused how. So like a lot of, like any sort of adaptations of like books or whatever. I was since Borat. That's like live action. Like it's not written. It's but there's still a script. But but there's still there's like no, there's still even though like it may not be written in like a traditional sense. Like it, it still has like. Plot beats. Would it yeah. be considered an adapted screenplay because it's a sequel to the first Borat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I had to make a guess, who would win? It's gonna be Nomadland. Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, I feel like Nomadland would win. Uh, uh, that that that's the movie that has the most push. I haven't really heard many people talk about One Night in Miami. It's good. I have. I literally did not hear about the father until the nominations, and, and yeah. I haven't heard a peep about White Tiger. I haven't heard anything about mm. White Tiger, but it's just so funny because when I see the book at Barnes and Noble or wherever, it's all they did. A, um, they did a, like a re re uh, reprint, but like with a different um cover, and like it looks really nice. Uh, but I, I I favor the original one much more. Um, but it always says Netflix movie. Like watch it now, and it's like. I haven't heard anybody talk about it. Uh, how many more do we have? We have two more. Two more categories? Mm-hmm. Two more that we're to talk about, yeah. Okay. Okay, so what I guess next is directing? Best director. Alrighty. The nominees are Thomas Venterberg for Another Round, David Fincher for Mank, Lee Isaac Chun for Minari, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, and Emerald Fennell for... Promising young woman. Huh. I'm thinking <laughs> Lee Isaac Chung again. Minari was so fucking good. I, I, out of this list, that's probably who I'd want to win. That's who I want to win. It's not going to be Venterberg. Uh, nah. I, and, 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 and it's de- and it's not going to be Finale for Promising no, Young Woman. That no, movie's too weird. 
It's either Nomadland or Minari. Or, nope, Mank. Mank is 100% the winner. It's Mank. I forgot it was there. I, I will say this. The Academy is not a huge fan of David Fincher. It's Mank. What are you going to do with that? I don't know. Nothing. And, and, why, and, and the, the only thing that doesn't make me think the Academy will go for it is even though it is kind of Oscar baity, it's still a David Fincher movie, and it's still kind of weird. It still has his fingerprints on it. So, and like, well, I, I just don't really see them. It's going to be 50-50 if they take the bait on that one. Yeah, to me, it's between, in terms of what the Academy will pick, between Nomadland and the Minari. And I think it will be Nomadland, just sort of how, like, they kind of, it's not live action, but, like, Francis McDormand actually was working in, uh, was it an Amazon plant? Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, the people that were there were not actors. They were real people who worked in those places. So I could see I don't know how they did that. Like, how they got permission to do that. Because, to me, the Amazon plant looked depressing as hell. Because in that it, movie. Because probably I know it, in real life it is, but I don't know yeah. how they got permission from Amazon to do that. It's Especially like, with all the shit that's coming out now. Because like the movie is, is about this woman who works at an Amazon factory, loses her job, and she's trying to get like her, her next, kind of like traveling to the next place to get a, to get paid. And like, you know, on top of everything that's going on in the world regarding Amazon, but the unionization in Alabama and all the other stuff, like it doesn't really paint Amazon in a great light. It really doesn't. I don't think she got fired from uh, like her Amazon job because there's a point in the movie where a friend tells her about a gang, a uh, gang, a group of people that live in their cars, and yeah, she, th- and then she's like, mm, "I'm interested in that," and then she voluntarily quit, I think, instead of being fired. So, what does oh, that huh. say about Amazon? Hmm? Also, how many piss bottles are in Nomadland? I feel like there is a good bit actually. Mm-hmm. There's piss buckets for sure. Piss shit buckets. Piss shit buckets. <laughs> and, and, and so if it wins the Oscar, they don't give her an Oscar. They give her just a piss bottle that's full with, like, super yellow piss. Oh, and it's got, God. like, fucking a goddamn chamber pot. And then Jeff Bezos appears on the, on a screen. And they found like, it under Tarantino's seat when he was there last. And Jeff Bezos is like, I rule the Academy now. Fuck. I mean, <laughs> I, he, he has Jimmy Fallon in his back pocket. We know that. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, like I said, I'm thinking Nomadland, who I want to win, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. However, another round was really fun. It yeah, was really good. I really like... It's just too weird for these people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's too European. None of, them, none of them drink, so... Yeah. yeah. They, they understand how European houses work. And the oh. kids actually look like kids in this movie. They're not 25-year-old actors. And Hollywood is very puritanical, very Christian. God, like, like, like I said, that movie... Another round just so European. It reminds me of like, sort of like in tone, like of something like a less depressing uh, Hanukkah movie. And, and like this guy apparently is like good friends with Lars von Trier. So, oh wow, I'm sure they had some wild nights. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really liked Lars von Trier's Melancholia, but I, mm-hmm. I will probably never, ever watch Antichrist or fucking Nymphomaniac. We gotta watch Antichrist just for. I don't want to watch I Antichrist even Reigns. for the bit. I don't know if I could sit. I don't. It. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see a woman cut her clit out with scissors. I, I don't want to. see Oh, that. this is Chaos Reigns, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've seen parts of it from the very beginning. We tried to watch it as a group originally, and then we realized this sucks, so we stopped and we just watched. I think Serbian film after that. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, which, boy. which, 
Also was bad. Very bad. Yeah, I, I never. What, what like, a, at least, like, fucking the other movie had kind of a point. Antichrist. Well, I, I what never, a movie night that was. Yeah, I never want to. <laughs> I don't want to ever touch those movies. The, this movie. Antichrist. Is that movie sexist or is it feminist? You decide. It, that baby be tumbling, though. It, it just sounds so fucking dumb. And then Nymphomaniac, you know. It oh, probably, that movie is. Uh, it probably. Uh, I, I, I just don't care about it. I, I really just don't care. Yeah. Melancholia, though, was interesting because of what it had, you know, of how it depicted depression, and also because it's about a giant fucking planet about to collide to Earth. I thought that was a pretty cool concept. Yeah. Also, Antichrist uh, released the William Defoe monster dick cut. With his Uncut. Consent, please. Uh, well, we we got to see this monster, apparently. <laughs> Put it out on Front Street. How scary is William Defoe's massive cock? Also... Fucking Lars von Trier did Dancer in the Dark, and I really want to see that. That was the Bjork movie that apparently he, like, abused the shit out of Bjork on the Man. set of. So, yeah, Lars von Trier is a piece of shit. Bjork goes through some shit. We call that a whoopsie. Our final category we'll be discussing tonight, and that is Best Picture. We got Judas and the Black Messiah. We got Minari. Promising Young Woman. The Father. Nomadland. Trial of the Chicago 7, The Sound of Metal, and lastly, Mank. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot here. The last I was paying attention to Oscar buzz, Nomadland was getting a push. A lot can change in a few months, mm. especially the closer it comes to the, uh, the actual show. I'm thinking Nomadland probably, but I've, I, I'll say it. I want Minari. I think Minari has a good chance here. I still think Minari, it is weird, but I don't think it's as weird as well, uh, I, yeah. I don't. I don't know if weird's the right word. It, no, a, it, it is very. It's not weird we, to me, as no, in no, like. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying like weird. Like when we say weird, we don't mean it in a derogatory or bad way. It's just when it comes to like, like you said, average moviegoers or these fucking Academy motherfuckers. These Oscar well, they, they have a very particular movie that has like a certain rhythm to it, and Minari doesn't follow. They that. all, for some reason, nominate Fight Club again. God damn it! Stop Fight watching Club did, Fight Club. Fight Club did not get nominated for anything. Anything, but they they'll just like you know what we need to give it a chance now. <laughs> well, we we could David Fincher was like thank you. Personally, I want Minari to win. I've been a Minari movie because of all the Oscar movies I was able to see, Minari is by far my favorite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but actually, I I have a feeling that Judas and the Black Messiah will win. Okay. okay. Judas and the Black That's Messiah That's what I won. think they'll pick. Since, since I know or I've heard how good it is, you know, I'd be fine with that. Uh, I just do not, I do not want Mike or Promising Young Woman to win or Charles Chicago 7. Yeah, I don't want Morty, to. we gotta go to Bendigo to and, get me cube. I, I say this because preface, we for today and Thursday, we watched which today is Saturday, sorry. We watched four movies in total. Minari first, then Promising Young Woman, then another round, then Sound of Metal. Everything was great, but Promising Young Woman was so just disappointing. Like it, it its premise and its trailers were very misleading. I def we have all agree that it should be given a watch, but just know you're gonna probably be disappointed. Yeah, it, the ending is one of those things you're either gonna love it or hate it, and I don't know how I, I feel about it. I think the majority will hate it. I, I don't, I know, don't how, know. You know, I say that I don't know how you could love it. There's actually somebody I saw where they gave it five stars. I'm like, you know, okay. There, there's a lot of good qualities to it, but like, it's just so it's so misleading. Yeah, it's just too misleading. Yeah. I, I which a, a movie in some ways can't help its marketing. Yeah, 
Yeah, is, I mean, that, right. that, that's mostly up to the studio. This is how they decide to cut a trailer and how they decide to present it. It's it's really <laughs> out and of I their mean, hands. But, but it, it, is, it is shitty as sort of like a moviegoer to be like, promised one thing and, and get something else. I you mean, know? you're going to get, you know, I think with it honestly kind of worked into its favor because it's able to reel in so many people. But like now with more chatter about it, it's going to, you know, hurt it. <laughs> because obviously everybody's opinion on these films is going to be different. If you haven't seen these films, we still encourage you to check these out. But just be aware that there has been a lot of backlash from Promising Young Woman and just how a lot of people were, were very upset and how certain things were handled and how certain things went in, in a certain direction in the plot. And, of course, we won't say anything here not to explore anything. It's a very uh, big shift in the plot. But it's still up to you as, as the individual to find out, to find individual work in these films should you choose to watch any of yeah. them. Yeah, and, like, Promising Young Woman, if someone loved it, I wouldn't. I'm not going to tell them, no, you can't like it. Yeah. Bo Burnham yeah. died. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, we, we were just more on, like, the ambivalent side to that. I... Out, my favorite was probably Judas and the Black Messiah, and I would want that to win. I, I do. I mean, the Oscars do love struggle movies, but Mank. I don't think this really. This is. I don't think this is the type of struggle movie that um, the Oscars really engage in. It, it it questions too many of our like systematic things that are like systematically ingrained in this country. So we all think Mank. I hope Mank doesn't win. It does. Uh, I don't want it to win. It's going. The thing with Mank is it, it's. Uh, it's going to be one way or the other. Like the uh, the Academy voters are not going to respond to it well. But I mean, I've heard from almost everybody. They were just eh. And I mean, that was ultimately my where I landed. Yeah, I mean, like of all the Oscar films we saw this year, between John and I, we watched most of them together. We were both pretty set. The Mank was pretty underwhelming. Like, we both gave it two and a half stars out of five. Yeah, out of the ones we watch, it's far and away the worst. Mank, uh, every time I hear it, I just think of a slab of ham. I just think of Monk, that one TV show. <laughs> yeah, Tony I, I That would be more interesting to watch for two hours. I just, and honestly, the, the, the story of the movie itself is more interesting than the movie. Because uh, this movie was written by David Fincher's dad as sort of like this passion project thing. And and when, you know, Fincher became an established director, he was going to make it. But then his dad died before he got a chance. And he ended up making it. And it was just, it just sucks that it was kind of like, Because eh. like, John and I, we were both more engaged with like, the dialogue, just like the rhythm and like the elevated language of how they spoke. And, and, and instead of like, what was actually happening to for the dialogue to progress to plots like oh well we love how they talk but yeah i don't give a fuck about what's actually happening and all that and i will say the movie really relies on literary biblical and mythological illusions and a lot of its dialogue <laughs> it's like hope you're well read because yeah so like if you're well read it's interesting but there's this fine line you have to walk with any sort of illusion or allegory to where you don't want to come across like it's like look at all the things I've read. Aren't I smart? Yeah, because I versus was, like like com- like comparisons that actually help boost the point you're trying to make. Hit me up when Mank is made, but it focuses on manga. Okay, I okay. would understand all those references because I'm a based 
swag, not blue peeled. I was gonna say uh, to watch to watch Mink, you need to read John Milton's Paradise Lost. Uh, <sighs> then you need to look. I, at, I'm pretty sure there was a Paradise Lost reference. You need in there. to look up the exploits of Xenophon and read his uh, de- his detailed account of his jur- uh, known as Anabit Anabasis of um, him going into Persia. Then you need to read the Bible. The original, also, watch the, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. And then, and then you need to go and find the Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're them. still finding them, by the way. They're coming out every few years. Uh, and then, you, yo, new Dead Sea Scroll just dropped. I can't wait to order it. Then, man. then oh, <laughs> when are we getting Dead Sea Scrolls in Tonkabon format? That's my question. <laughs> Oh, oh, you gotta read it left. Uh, you gotta read it right to left. Uh, uh, g- yeah, give me the three and one Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh, I'd pay <laughs> upwards of twenty bucks for that. I would, yeah, <laughs> but no more. Uh, uh, like also, like uh, I had another point about Mank. Um, <laughs> sorry. Also, um, if you don't know who anybody is in the like the golden era of Hollywood, like thirties and directors and like big wigs, you're not gonna know who any goddamn person. Yeah. Is. Oh yeah, you. I'm not gonna. Know. Not they gonna only know. say one person's name, and that's Mank. Bill Nye. I swear to God, if, the, if you took a drink every time they said Manx, full name or just that, you would be dead in the first 30 be, minutes. You would be fucking dead. Let they would me, have to pump your stomach. Let me Any pitch, chance they got, they would say Manx. Let me pitch you a better Manx movie idea. We'll call it the true Manx. It's just a piece of ham in an oven sizzling for like 30 minutes. It's, it's just a live feed of a, of a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. All right, no, no, like no, 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 no. You can't take away my artistic integrity. It has to be ham. Has to be hey, ham. look, chicken is just a pork of birds. And in the reflection, you can see a man jerking off. Yes, exactly. Okay. And I, but and the, it's French. And it has to be ham because I want to expose the meat industry's treatment of pigs. Okay, up well, well, you say that, fucking Bill Nye, the goddamn science guy, Plays Upton Sinclair in this yeah, movie. Bill Nye was in it, and I was really surprised by. It like, I mean, that. he's only in it for like two seconds, and so when me and Pat were like, "Is that Bill Nye the science you know what? guy?" I'm, I'm gonna watch this movie. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna just build up to that one moment. You're gonna see me with a Mr. Pib. Like, oh. Once a time in Hollywood. Once upon a time in Hollywood. He whistles. I can't whistle. (laughs) But yeah, uh, personally, who I think will win will probably be Nomad. Probably. Still holding out for Minari. But Uh, yeah, that's (laughs) pretty much has to tell some Oscars. Yeah, yeah uh, of, of the uh, of the categories that we will be covering because there there are a few more, but these are the ones we feel like we have the most to to input on. Yeah, yeah. when you're hearing this, it will be coming out the following Sunday. Yeah, because the Oscars are currently slated for April 25th, which is really late. Yeah, yeah, very late for the Oscars. But um, hey, you know, gotta come out sometime, I guess. As Joseph Farah said, I think a lot of us here can agree. Fuck the Oscars. Nobody wins. It's not a good time. It's a bunch of old people. The Oscars are that thing that everyone says they don't give a shit about, but then they get bad when their movies don't win. Oh, yeah. And I I, am 100% guilty of that. I'm like, the Oscars fucking suck, but I pay attention. I I will say uh, we were pleasantly surprised last year. Yeah. Oh, my God. I I was surprised they did not do Joker. Because they, they had 11 nominations last year. Eleven. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't see it. But like, if if y'all, if whoever what seen that movie likes it, more power to you. I Thank just, you. I have all the power. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. I I did. We both. Oh, yeah. We both watched it. 
Um, <laughs> 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 there was fucking something I was going to. Wow. A thought escaped me. Whatever. But yeah, Parasite won last year. So I, I, mean, I was kind of upset that Lighthouse didn't get nominated. But that movie is way too weird. Yeah, uncut gems get nominated for a goddamn thing last year. For just bullshit. But now, but now we <laughs> that movie. That movie just made people too uncomfortable. They were too anxious. I, I've seen it twice, and I know ne- I could go my entire life without ever seeing it again. I remember everything that happened <laughs> in that movie because it's so fucking intense. Yeah, it's. It imprinted into my brain. It, like, like the one thing it. I forgot about, because apparently I tried to repress that shit, was the two little goblin dudes. That <laughs> 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 were chasing him. Like, ah, give us your money. <laughs> and those guys were actual paparazzi weirdos in real life. Oh, oh they look like yeah. it. That's funny. They Fuck. look like goblins. Yep. It's like they just, they just were like... Extras in Lord of the Rings. They just never took the costume <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. And just a sick drop kick. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> uh, well, um, that's the heads and tails of the Oscars predictions for this year. If you want, check out uh, your Twitter feed. The night of the Oscars, Sunday, April 25th. We'll probably be live tweeting, talking shit. And uh, we'll be keeping track of who got the most points on their predictions. And, you know, they might the winner might get something. The loser might get kicked off the show. Who knows? Ooh. All I know is if... Well, every, I mean, we all voted for Mo basically the same thing. If Mank fucking wins any awards, I will... Jump off the roof because we can fly. I can fly. <laughs> you know that'd be a really fucking funny bit if if Mank wins everything for some fucking reason. We should all just like make our like get really like old, make ourselves look really old, and just have us all greased up recording a <laughs> podcast episode dedicated to Mank. This is our Mank cast, and the audio's got to sound really shitty, like we're underwater. Yeah, it's sound yeah. Bad. this sounds like the plot to the Greasy Strangler. <laughs> <laughs> It, it just sounds it just sound like they're just turning, they're cranking a yo with it, Trogla. You're cranking up my mank over there, right? Hey. Bullshit like, artist. It, it's fucking like that one TikTok, the old TikTok thing where it's like, ba da, ba da 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 da. Go get him, boys. <laughs> oh, I love her, boy. Oh, damn it. Somebody better call the law. We're going to see that's how we're about to brawl. Somebody put a hand on the woman's rock. Go for the next thing coming is a ass whooping in the parking lot. I'm yeah. I, nobody I'm was saying to drop this fool. I did not remember it. I, I know what you're talking about. I know. I know exactly. Oh, right. uh, shit. All right. Well, uh, the band's going to start playing us off because we're running, running, running too long. But thank you all for listening to this. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, I hope we made the Oscars a little bit more interesting for you. And hopefully you get a chance to watch some of these really good movies. There's oh, some yeah. really good ones here. Uh, yeah. de- definitely our best, our highest recommendations, I would say, are Minari, Another Round, and The Sound of Metal. Of and course. Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah. And Nomadland. And Nomadland. Yep. So you get a, a solid bumper crop, and then there's some probably some also rants in there, but you know there's some we haven't seen, so we can't really testify. Or at two, or at two, yep. Over the moon's good. Soul, soul, uh, onward. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of solid uh, flicks in there. 
Uh, let us know about the sheepcock and the Sean the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Confirm my suspicions. I need to know. People have seen Sean the sheep. Can you tell me how big Sean the sheep's cock is in inches on screen <laughs> so that I can do the math to find out how big it no would be in real life? We're, we're, we're pulling, we're doing this dirty style, inches. And also, I want to know, does the farmer ever fuck the sheep? <laughs> Let me know in the comments the, down And if he does fuck the sheep, does it have a frost, frostate orgasm or something no. like that? <laughs> All right, all right. We gotta plug it up. All we gotta right. get out of here. Plugs, all right. plugs. We're shutting this shit down for real. Oh, thank you all so much for listening. You can follow us on all, all um. <laughs> God damn it. That prostate orgasm line fucking still fucked me up. Oh, uh, shit. You can follow us wherever podcasts are listened to. That sound called iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, and any RSS feed catcher out there. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe on all those platforms. It helps us out, keeps us visible, puts us in front of new listeners. And, and it, we just appreciate you when you do it. Like, Jesus, we appreciate you for listening all the time. God bless you. Um, You can follow us on our socials. On Twitter and Instagram at AYCH Podcast, Letterboxd, and Facebook at All You Can Hear. Twitch at twitch.tv slash All You Can Hear, and YouTube as well, which is also at All You Can Hear. And lastly, you can follow me, Patrick, on Twitter and Instagram at John Lost's Name. My art on Facebook at John Lost's Name Art. And be sure to check out our spinoff show, Cajun Greatness. We have a brand new episode dropping out this Thursday. You're listening to the week it comes out. That's April 22nd. We're we'll be having our second spin-off sub-series in there called Uncaged, where we talked about everything that's not about Nicolas Cage, as determined by a spin of the wheel that definitely wasn't stolen from our basement to be filmed in our basement. That on, wasn't stolen from my house. Well, there's no proof of that. But anyway, <laughs> what are the rest of y'all's plugs? Uh, my name is Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter at J-O-N-I-I-B-O-I-24 and John Notes on 12 on Letterboxd. <sighs> okay. Um, I'm crying. That was so fucking funny. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Wednesday You can follow my art Instagram at Wednesday. Also, I have a link tree. I have links in there. Also, Essential Viewing finally is back, sort of. Release Back to the Future. I let it. Tell me what you think. Tell me how I did. If I was bad, if I'm bad, tell me. It's okay. If I'm good, tell me. I'll and take it. And if he was super bad, send me a message, and I'll punch him in the face. Yeah, he will. Thank you. <laughs> I own one. Uh, my name is Colt. Follow me on Twitter at Colt. D zero zero. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, just fuck the Oscars, man. <laughs> <laughs>